We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. On 1250 AM, the fan I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week. However, we'll have Ryan McMillan join us at 1045. High school football is here. I, I'm telling you, every year it seems to come quicker for me. And I don't know if it's an age thing, but... You know, you start looking at, at okay, a couple of weeks you're going to open camp or three months you're going to open camp, and boom, it gets here. So we're kicking it off this week, and, and we're going to start the show uh, with Dan Brunner, who is the executive director of the WFCA, and uh, his son, Brian. We're going to talk to these guys for a couple of segments. 1030, Pete Monfrey, general manager of My24, is going to join us as we'll We'll kick off the schedule of Friday Night Rivals. I'm, I'm back as their sideline reporter, and I tell people they can they could not afford a good-looking girl, so they got all this is what I tell them. Ryan McMillan at 10.45. Matt Harris, head football coach at Arrowhead at 11. Lewis Brown, going to be inducted in the WFC Hall of Fame. Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin at 11.15. And then they've got two new uh, prep uh, sports writers for the Journal Sentinel. Zach Bellman and Michael Whitlow are going to come in studio, and we'll spend that last half on, half an hour welcoming them to uh, to this big family we have that uh, absolutely love high school football in this area and understand the importance of high school football. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have the tandem of Dan and Brian Brunner on. Dan, how are you doing today? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Brian, how are you? Hey, Mike. I'm uh, doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Brian, thanks for your time. And and I, I'm going to get to you in a minute. And, and I just, uh, I really appreciate your willingness to come on today. Hey, Dan, um, WFCA, what's uh, anything new going on? I know that uh, when, when, when I start reading about the WIAA and some of the, the things going on, and, and normally I'm all, you know, I'm happy with them. But when they start talking competitive balance again, you know, being a private school coach, I, I don't know, Dan. I'm not not always happy with that. Yeah, I know. You know, Doug and I, um, 
Doug's our all-star game chairman. He's also, he, he was uh, an integral part of the um, uh, shuffling of conferences yep. years ago. And, you know, so we, you know, we've got mixed emotions about that as well. Um, it, it's kind of, you know, we always thought we, every other year or so we tweak, you know, the WIA would be able to tweak things. They've got a committee put together to do that. So I, I think it's still a work in progress and, uh, you know, the jury's out on, on what they're going to do. Uh, on the other hand, our president, Tony Biolo and I met with uh, Stephanie Hauser and Tom Shafransky uh, a few weeks ago and talked about uh, ways to um, improve football uh, throughout the state in terms of schools that traditionally don't make the playoffs. Uh, they've got some very unique ideas about how to uh, increase their, uh, you know, participation numbers by expanding their season a little bit with maybe some um, uh, non-qualifier tournament opportunities or pods or so forth. So I, I, you know, I I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, give them a black eye or anything because I think they've got the the best interest of football uh, at heart. So, yeah, we'll see how that progresses. Yeah, I hey, I agree, and and Dan, those you know years ago, and and you'll remember these years, and it was it was prior to to uh, you and Doug and Tom and and WFCA really working together with the WIA. There was a there were a number of years there where where you know guys on our side were always fighting with guys with their side, and yeah. when when it when it it came where. Look, we're better off if we're working together. We can actually accomplish really good things for student athletes. And once that happened, and I give Doug Sarver a lot of credit, he's the perfect guy to do that because I, you know, I've got a big mouth. I'll start yelling all the time, and and uh, I don't know. I haven't seen you too much in that situation. I'll probably ask Brian later about that. But um, you know, Doug is is just kind of a mild mannered. He's very smart, and he really gets it and he understands it. So I think that you know him leading that charge of hey guys, let's come together, work together, and I think we can get this thing done. I think was a huge step. And and like you said, I'm not giving anybody a black eye. I I always think when they talk competitive balance, I always think they're talking multipliers or if you're a private school, you got to move up a division. And, you know, then I start getting in arguments with, with you, with you public school boys. Yeah. And I, and I haven't seen any indication that that's the case. So I think we are all pulling in the same direction right now. Yeah. And I think that's a, a really, really good place to be. Hey, you know, you've been, uh, what's the last year you, you coached football? Um, Oh nine for high school, and then two years at Whitewater. Do do you still get kind of that feeling like you're 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 supposed to be someplace? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I my favorite time was really that preseason couple of weeks, and then you know as time went on, uh, obviously Friday nights, and then the preparation on Saturday and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday really were like my favorite times of the year during the high school football season. Hey, Brian, during the high school football um, season, what what were your what was your favorite? It had to be a home game Friday night against Slinger or something, right? You know that was uh, we we're actually just talking about that this morning. So Slinger, that wasn't uh, they weren't in our league yet, right. so it was more the old uh, Oconomowoc yeah. or 
or some of the other rivalries. Friday night was something special. I mean, there is, uh, having played at some other levels, uh, there really isn't uh, anything that matches it. Not not necessarily because the crowds are bigger, the stakes are higher. It's just you know you're going you know you're going out and playing with with guys that you grew up with, and and there's there's kind of shared kinship. Um, I don't know. For me though, there was something special about Saturday morning and after the game. You know, I, I loved waking up and having a little bit of soreness, knowing that you, you were out there doing something. You know, it got a little got a scraped knee, uh, some bumps and bruises there. But I love seeing the guys, you know, getting that Saturday morning run, workout in, watching tape, whatever it was. Um, and I'll, I'll throw a, a little nod to uh, a great mentor of mine, Jeff Tricky. Uh, when I'd go to camp, he always talked about, you know, hey, you know, I always slip candy bars to my, my linemen, you know, for, you know, protecting me on Friday night. And that, I kind of kept that tradition alive. So I'd go in the weight room, see my offensive line, give them each a candy bar, let them know, you know how much I appreciate going to battle for me. Man, nobody better, <laughs> nobody better than Jeff Tricky, and yeah. and just with stuff like that, and you know he's such a it's such a good man, and you want to talk about him trying to to get kids to understand what a servant leadership heart is and what it is to be a quarterback, not just because you can, you've got the, the a big arm and not because you can scramble better. It's it's all about owning that that huddle and and having these guys look to you when when okay we need to get six here you know that kind of mentality and i think jeff tricky does as good a job as anybody in the country with that yeah it's it, it's it's such a great thing you talked about the servant leadership about you know so much more to the game so much more to the position than just yeah being able to rip it you know 50 yards being able to throw the whole shot uh it's it's those I, I, I was a firm believer that you know if we had fourth and one uh we were going to get that yard in the huddle um, being able to inspire guys to to get that get that done. Uh, hey Dan, do you understand now why when I called you, I begged you to ask Brian to come on? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I've known that for a long time. I mean, this is the kind of stuff. So it's funny, Brian, because when when you said, "Look, I've played in front of bigger crowds, and 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 a bigger stage." But nothing beats this. As a, as a basketball coach for years, I would try to tell kids that. And I would say, look, you're, you're going to go on and you're going to play. And, and very few of you guys are playing at a Division One level like you did. But there, there are, you know, th- this is the best. This is going to be, you're going to come back to me one day and say, coach, it doesn't get any better than this. And they'd roll their eyes, 16, 17-year-old kids. And then they're 25, 30 years old going, I can't believe you were right with that. And I go, yeah, it's all about your plan, you know, for your, your, your teammates and guys you grew up with and guys you're in class with and all of the kids that are in your school that are doing these pep rallies. These are all kids that are cheering for you because they like you and they want you to, to do well for this school. And there's just so much that goes on during those high school years. Hey, Brian, what, what was the relationship that you had with your dad back then, because that's the other part of this this thing for me is when you talk about father sons and you talk about coaches that are coaching their sons, you know sometimes it goes really really well. Sometimes there's some issues and they get fixed and get worked out. Um, I know coaching my son sometimes was difficult for him, and I was really hard on him. And I'm wondering, having your dad as the head coach at Hartford, how was how did that go for you? Yeah, it was. It's, it's a great question. It's, it's something I probably should have added on about my unique um, 
high school experience, why it was so special to me is I, you know, I had the opportunity uh, to play for my father, uh, you know, someone who I've obviously always, not maybe not obviously, but always admired uh, and got to watch, you know, him develop, you know, young men. And so, yeah, to, to be able to come into that when I was in high school, um, I, I like to joke, you know, there are some dads uh, who are like, well, I'm, I'm coach on the field, but I'm dad at home. Uh, um, I, he was dad everywhere. Uh, and, and, and you take the good with the bad with that. I mean, I knew no, no coach has ever, you know, cared more for my well-being uh, than my high school coach. Um, but no coach probably knew how to get under my skin uh, <laughs> more than, than my high school coach. And so I think that uh, – and I had some challenging coaches who I played for, but I, I think I developed a pretty thick skin during that time um, because of, uh, you know, how, and, and Grant, obviously, you know, Hall of Fame coach, uh, so many champions. Uh, so to be able to learn from that just purely from a football standpoint, but I think it was certainly a, a growth accelerator, if you will, for, for my maturity, I, I hope. <laughs> hey, Dan, what about for you? You know, I, I um, you know, I tried hard and, and, and Brian just kind of laughed. I'm a dad at home and, you know, I struggled because for a while there, I wanted to be his coach 24-7, not his dad. And so, you know, he'd wake up and, you know, hop in the shower, get ready to go to school, and I'd say, you know, you had four turnovers last night. Like, what, yeah. what's going on? And he'd be like, I'm getting, I have an English test in 10 minutes. Can you stop? And so I had to kind of change that. And I'm wondering, Dan, for you coaching your son, and he wasn't just a player. He was a big-time player. And uh wondering how yeah. that was for you. It, it, it was good. It, it was um, it, it was kind of a work in progress as we, you know, went on that journey together throughout high school, and, and probably started in grade school. Um, and you know, so it was not really hard. You know, I had talked to other coaches who had coached their sons, and you know, the kind of the one the thing that sticks out in my mind is some. I won't even say who the coach was, but he just said, you know, the, the thing about coaching your kid is he better be really, really good or really, really bad. Because if he's a tweener, you know, then you're going to get looked at. If you're, if you're kind of putting him in a position of prestige and he doesn't merit it, you know, then all those eyes are on you. So I was fortunate, you know, to have, you know, a talented quarterback as my son, so it was never one of those issues where, you know, I'm I'm trying to put him out ahead of somebody else, and and I never had an issue, you know, separating the dad coach thing because like, you know, I, I was tr- trying to be his dad the whole time, but, and the coach thing was maybe a little bit secondary because he took care of everything, um, you know, he wasn't a, a player that needed this constant coaching, and so you know, I I think we had a, kind of a normal father-son relationship as we went on, you know, and, and, and the other thing was, you know, he was a multi-sport athlete. So it wasn't like, okay, this is going to be football 24 seven, you know, 365 days a year. No, you know, he's going to, as soon as football season's over, it's, it's basketball. As soon as basketball's over, it's either track or baseball. And so, you know, it, it was good. I mean, it was, I, I enjoyed the experience. Uh, I, one thing does jump out at me. I remember, we were playing Wisconsin Lutheran Brian's sophomore year and he's our quarterback and we're on the side. He, and he threw a pass and hit um, 
you know, an opponent's helmet uh, with his hand on the follow through. Oh, no. So he comes over to the sideline. He's like, you know, and our trainer, who was also our receiver coach, he's checking him out. Jeff Dowson, he's like, he's like, he, he said, he, he's not going to be able to throw a ball for a while. It was the best thing that happened. We ran like 14 straight <laughs> forward. And it's like, and, and I keep going over. You know, he'd come to the sideline to get the plays in those days. We didn't signal him in. He'd run over to the sideline. And I, after every play, I'm like, can you throw the ball yet? You know, and it's like, no, I can't throw it yet. And, I, and I'm like, you got to throw. you got to be able to. And these sideline, the guys at Wisconsin Lutheran are, are holding the chains, and they're turning to my line coach, Doran Timmer, my, one of my best friends, and, and they're going, what's wrong with this? That guy's crazy. You know? <laughs> He's making his quarterback throw. He might have a broken thumb. And it's like, and he, and then Dor just said, hey, it's his kid. Don't worry about it. He's fine. <laughs> oh, that's, see, I love that. I, I'm telling you, we could spend two hours talking stories like that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I've got some questions for Brian about questioning any play calling. And at the end of uh, the next segment, I'm going to ask Brian this question that I – I, I ask on Faith in his own all the time, all the uniforms he's ever put on his entire life, I put him in a closet. He could pick one uniform out to play one more game with that team. What uniform is it and who does he play against? And we'll ask Brian Brunner that at the end of the next segment. This is the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation. High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. Dan and Brian Brunner, uh, first two segments, and and we could have gone an hour, I can tell you that, maybe two. I, I love talking about this type of stuff. Hey, um, Brian, when, when you were playing quarterback, and, and I coached my son at Calvary Baptist in basketball, and I didn't know until he ended up going to Maranatha to play basketball there, and I had him and, and – uh, Andy in Camp Cerrone, and we did a father-son kind of basketball show. And I didn't know until after he had uh, graduated from Calvary Baptist that there were times that he, that there were some players on this team that said, you know, you're only playing this much because your daddy's the coach. You turn the ball over and you don't come out. I turn it over, he pulls me right out. And I'm wondering, during those years at, at Hartford, and he shielded me from that, by the way, Brian. I didn't know any of that was going on. And I'm wondering if, if you had to deal with any of uh, stuff like that. 
You know, I, I think my dad alluded to that in the earlier segment. It's something that um, not not trying to brag, but I think I had you know a, a desire and a work ethic to be uh, as good as I possibly could be, uh, to get most of my talent, and, and then hopefully then some. So I don't know if there was a lot of talk of favoritism. Maybe early on, um, you know, having the opportunity to elevate to like the varsity level for my freshman freshman year, but um, I did that in. in to other sports too. So I think that there was, I think an acknowledgement like, okay, he's, he's a pretty good did, athlete. Did you play court? Did you play quarterback as a freshman? Yeah. Yeah. I, I played quarter. Um, and, and we, I think it was a position at, at Hartford that where we were having a little bit of trouble identifying a starter uh, on that year's varsity team. And so I, I came up for the last couple games of the season uh, and played play quarterback. Now we talked about the family dynamics, you know, between my father and I, uh, you could enter my mom into the picture. hundred percent. I don't think she was crazy about that idea. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know how I know that, Brian, because your dad slept on my couch a couple of nights during your freshman your freshman year. You know, I I asked Tony McCudden, his his youngest boy. They were put. He, he started at at Waukesha West as a freshman, and I said, Tony, I, I don't that conference. Are you sure? And he goes, He's been playing up his whole life, and I'm not talking about you know football. His older brothers have been beating the heck out of him his whole life. So this is yeah. nothing new for for him. I, I've got to believe that uh, that your mom would sit in that in the in the stands and and put her you know her uh, hand over her eyes sometimes when when you were a freshman going oh I just don't know if my little boy should be out there and I, I and I love that hey any quite you know on the sidelines would you sometimes question hey look I see some things man you got let me let me make a call or two out here. You know, uh, was that for me or for, for my dad? No, for you. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I'd, I ever questioned anything. Yeah. I, I brought up well enough to to know to know better than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you try to take the, the, you know, remove the perspective when you're watching the, the you know, Okay, hey, maybe we could have done this or that there. Or, hey, I'm getting getting my uh, lunch uh, handed to me, you know, three plays in a row. Maybe we don't we want to go away from this. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dan, would you, would Brian watch uh, film with you, or would you in, encourage him to come in and watch film with you? You know, we we didn't really watch. Th- that's one thing we didn't really separate the you know the team uh, father son thing. It was like. We watched it together the way we did, you know, all all the way through my career. It was like, you know, we didn't have like additional sessions. You know, we had our our sessions, um, like the pregame session. I always met with quarterbacks pregame right after school, just to kind of go over the game plan and maybe the first ten plays and stuff like that. So, and same thing on Saturday. You know, we we would watch film on Saturday together. We we really didn't do a lot of additional film study it, it was just kind of the norm uh you know the way we always did it be, you know pre-brian brunner and post brian it was always the same <laughs> hey did um was football football was your favorite sport i would think but but i've got to believe that that playing multiple sports for you brian was was really a good thing so you got everything you could out of high school athletics yeah i i think that's a great question yeah I, football uh, far and away, I mean, as I look at it now, just that uh, there's nothing better than the game. Um, I, I loved playing basketball. I really did. Uh, but as a as a six two uh, guy with average handle, 
knew that that probably wasn't going to uh, translate, you know, being, being a six, two, four or a five, wasn't going to translate to the next level, um, but loved it. It was so much fun. Uh, baseball track. And I think, you know, honestly, Mike, when, when I went on and played football in college, that was one of the, the more stark realities was when the football season over ended and it was into winter conditioning into working out. And it's like, no, no, I, I should be going to open gym and getting ready for basketball. Right. I, I don't, I have to do this football thing. 365. Oh, oh okay. Get better. Really learn to love it. So. Hey, um, so you're at Lind- uh, Lindenwood uh, university now, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Assistant vice president of advancement. Um, how, how do you like that university? And, and have you, you, you found a home you've been there for a while. Yeah, been there just about two years now. So we've we've moved down from Michigan. Uh, great university, private university in St. Charles, Missouri. So just across the Missouri River from St. Louis. So we're in this unique position there as a, as a university, uh, being close to a, to a major metropolitan area, uh, but also a higher education dense area uh, that we we kind of have our own little little pocket there in St. Charles across the river. Uh, which I mean, it's it's your picturesque movie set college campus uh, founded in. 1827, so almost 200 years old, imbued with a sense of history, but I think uh, a, 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 a purpose and a progress. Uh, I, I'm excited about where, where our university is heading and, and um, frankly, to, to play an integral role in that uh, from the advancement office. Uh, being able to, you know, provide scholarships, you know, grow our endowment, grow some of our programs. It's a, uh, it's a pretty cool place, and uh, and now host, home to Division One athletics. Boy, that's that's awesome. Hey, so this question, it was a throwaway question on another show I do called Faith in the Zone, and I just thought you're the perfect guy to ask this. First of all, can you imagine if we took every uniform you ever put on? And put them in a closet. We'd have to have a big old walk-in closet, I think. But all the uniforms you've ever put on, from little league baseball to you know to pee wee football, to to ending your career, uh, and you could put them in a closet, pull one uniform out, and get one more game with that team. What uniform do you pull out, and and who do you play against? Man, that's a that's a really really good question um and it, it kind of got me going through the rolodex of, of my all the different uniforms and games because at first i was like oh what, what about some other sports but um you know it, it, probably a close second for me would be my college uniform central michigan uh to be able we have big rivalry with western university and so i think that would be really cool but um i still i, I think where i go with this is hartford to play one more one more game for my dad. Um, and it, I had a chance to catch up with one of my old high school teammates last night. And we were just talking through some, some games. And I remember telling him my favorite, probably the, one of, maybe the favorite team I ever played on was my junior year at Hartford. Uh, we had such a close group, um, just great senior leaders on that team that guys I looked up to uh, and wanted to win for. You know, I, I wanted to win for my coaches. I wanted to win for my teammates. It just we had such a team. Uh, so to be able to put that, that uniform on one more time, uh, and, and we ended up losing that year in, in the playoffs to Oshkosh North um, in, in a real close game. And yeah, so I guess I would play, play one more game. I, I'd, I'd like to play that game again. I'd Man. like to try to get a, get a dub for those guys. Dan, I can't see you right now, but I got to believe you're smiling because I bet you'd like to get that one back one more time as well. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's yeah. awesome. 
I I thought maybe you you'd want to get back that uh, that game against Western Michigan where you threw for 341 yards and you ran for 36 as well. Well done yeah, on that yeah. one. I don't. I don't want to. Re, I don't want to. Uh, I, I want to keep that one in the bank. I don't, yeah, there I don't, you go. You, you don't want. It, you don't want don't, any chances of, of playing that one again and losing it. Hey, Brian, I can't thank you enough. And and exactly what I hoped happened in these two segments is to kind of walk down memory lane and get a feel for how much you kind of missed that. You know, every once in a while, obviously, your whole life, you're you're an adult now. You're you know, you're doing great things. You're married. You got a kid. All of that. But to be able to look back at those days playing at Hartford and 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 how much you you loved playing for your dad, I just thank you so much for sharing that. I'm great, grateful for the opportunity. I don't get to scratch the itch too often. Uh, and so, yeah, this is, this is a real treat for me. Man, I appreciate it. Dan and Brian Brunner, thank you so much. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, Pete Monfrey, general manager at My24. We will kick off uh, Friday Night Rivals this coming week, and I'll let, uh, I'll let him talk about the schedule. It's a really good schedule. Looking forward to having Pete on the next segment. This is the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local Pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Ryan McMillan, my co-host, will join us at, uh, at 10:45 for a segment, and then he will uh, he will be my co-host for this season again. And looking forward to having Ryan back. We are now joined by Pete Monfrey, he's the general manager over at My 24. And Friday Night Rivals kicks off this Friday night. Man, Pete, I can't believe that we're ready to get going again. I know the time time just flies. Uh, and, you know, the summer just went so fast, and here we are. I think the summer kind of comes to an end when, when we start kicking off the football. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and and I'm really happy to, to be doing this again. Thank you so much for that opportunity to work with John Weiser and, and Terry Kelly again. And I'll tell you what, this uh, I think we say this every year, but this year's schedule – I, I think is is as good as we've had, and and I thank you guys for for the hard work that you put in. You know, when you start out week one with Catholic Memorial at Franklin, I, that's just a game that that I started hearing about three months ago from guys going, "Hey, did you hear Catholic Memorial was playing at Franklin week one?" I go, "Not only do I did I hear about it, but we're going to cover that one." And I I just think that that's that is the marquee game for that week for sure. Yeah, we're we're really happy with the schedule. Um, it's interesting that game. That's you know two defending state champions squaring off, and and uh, the people at our corporate headquarters heard about it, and it's going to be in, uh, they're going to put it on nationwide on the, the stadium network. So that game is going to be seen across America for anybody that's got the stadium network. And uh, we're also excited that you know we've got Pewaukee, another state champ, that they're going to bring bring it up the rear on, in week nine, uh, playing at Eisenhower. And uh, excited the first time, this is the first time we've got Nicolay on. Yep. You know, they've, they've worked really hard to bring that program uh, back to life there. So we're, we're thrilled about that. And we're going back to Oconomowoc. We haven't been there in years. So that's, uh, I think that'll be a great game against Kettle Moraine. And 
Also, we're really pleased to get Milwaukee MPS back on the schedule. We've got, again, that rivalry with King versus Riverside in week seven, September 30th. So, yeah, we're, we're just thrilled with, uh, with the schedule. I don't think there's a, there's a, a bad game anywhere on the schedule. No, either do I. And, you know, when, when you look at Catholic Memorial at Franklin week one and followed up with Arrowhead at Homestead and then Germantown at Marquette, the first three weeks you go like, man, okay, this whole Friday night rival thing, I, I kind of get that. And then week four, you said back to Oconomowoc, Kettle Moraine is, a, is a, a program that people have been talking about here the last two years. They have really played well. And then follow that with Muskego at McGuanago. I, I just think, you know, the schedule every every week, there's a different story. And, and, and they're all really good, positive stories. And I, and I really like that. And, and, and I got to tell you, Pete, when, when I look at who what sponsors have come back, and, you know, I, I'm in that business. So when people like Heiser Automotive Group and Landmark Credit Union and, you know, Carthage is back and uh, there's just a lot of Salvation Army, that a lot of the, the, the same people, the, the, the Marines player, the game, they're back. The same people understand the, the, the importance of what we're doing in different communities. And they just they say, yep, I'll be back in again this year. And I think that says a lot about your team and the stuff that, that you guys do. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. The, uh, this is probably one of the biggest investments that, that we make as a TV station, other than the programming that we put on. And that's a big deal. And we, when we talk to, to sponsors uh, like Heiser and Landmark, we talk to them about supporting high school and these kids and these families. And uh, to be on television when you're in high school, I know back in my day I would have loved to to a bit been on TV. So I think we're providing a really good service uh, to the community. And we're, uh, we need everybody that uh, hears about it to, to watch these games because, uh, of course, uh, we don't do it for ratings. We do it more for supporting the community. That's, that's what our TV stations are, are all about is supporting Milwaukee in the, in the greater Milwaukee area. You know, Pete, you and I have had this conversation a lot, and we 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 walk to the same drummer when we talk about grassroots opportunities and how far and few between the they are nowadays. And and a lot of the stuff that I do on this high school show, you know, with with some of the the student athlete of the week or the superhero of the week, that kind of stuff is it's because nobody either has the time or the energy or the staff to do this kind of stuff. Yet you guys, man, it gets better every year. I think Paul Rudolph does a really, really good job. And, and when, when the bullets are flying, man, and you know what, this, we were five minutes before kickoff and, and this doesn't work or that doesn't, he's very calm, cool, and collected. He goes, don't worry about it. We got it. You just do your job. I'll do mine. Here's what you need to do. We're going to go to plan B and here's how we're going to do it. And he's the kind of guy that just, we, we just go, okay, he's got it and we'll just get it done. And I just really enjoy that. And I think that, you know, with him leading the charge on this thing, as far as at the game operations part of it, um, um, it's just a really, really good event. Yeah, it's truly, truly local. You know, from you know, from Paul. You know, where would we be without him? Uh, he, he's he's the guy. Uh, I still remember a couple of years ago when the satellite wasn't working. You know, he, he figures out uh, a way around it. Yes, and and gets us on the air. And 
and, and Jason Ruck with My People Creative, uh, you know, doing the, the production. We can't, we couldn't afford to do it if it wasn't for people like that. Hundred percent. And you three, you three guys, you know, the announce team have been just tremendous in the amount of time and effort that you put in going out to practices, talking to these teams, getting to know some of these players so that, you know, rightfully they can get their, uh, their time in the sun, you know, during those broadcasts. So and that doesn't, that doesn't come easy and it's hard work and people uh, should be aware of that behind the scenes, there's just a lot going on. Yeah, And you know, to the guy, the people that your staff that show up, you know, four hours, five hours, six hours before game time to get the tents up, to get all the signage up and, and Tom who, you know, puts on that, that orange outfit and he gets out there and, you know, he is, uh, these guys work really hard. Once the game's over, I get to get in my car and go home. And I, you know, they're staying another hour to get everything yeah. cleaned up, to get to to knock down all everything, make sure it gets put back correctly, so we're ready to go the following week. And and those guys don't get any of the credit. And boy, they work really hard. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, I, I I I totally agree. Again, it's just part of this unsung heroes that we have to put these games on. But yeah, you know, the the reason we've got some great sponsors are because of those people working behind the scenes, making sure that the sponsors are all taken care of and have their time, you know, uh, as sponsors of this high school football so people can see them and thank them. And so that's great. And, you know, that it's uh, if you have a kid playing on Friday nights, that consumes you, and that's where you are. Yep. But when you don't have anybody playing on Friday nights and you're at a ballpark, you know, high school game, that's a sacrifice for these guys. So it's nine weeks of Friday nights, and they're all there and putting in the time and the effort. Yeah, they don't get back home to the station, you know, till 1130, sometimes midnight. So I'm, I'm very thankful for everybody that uh, comes together and puts this together. And you can, uh, you can record the game or go to my 24. It's uh, my 24 Milwaukee.com, my 24 Milwaukee.com. And, and you can, uh, you can watch all of it. I, I just, I'll, I'll tape it. And a lot of times I'll cringe when I'll fast forward when I'm on, uh, but I'll watch the game and I'll listen to Terry and John and, and nobody better breaking down games than those guys. And it's, it's just really good. This Friday night, Catholic Memorial at Franklin week two Arrowhead at Homestead week three, Germantown at Marquette, Kettle Moraine at Oconomowoc, Muskego at McGuanago, West Bend West at Nicolet. Milwaukee King against Riverside, Sussex Hamilton against Menominee Falls, Pewaukee at New Berlin Eisenhower. It's going to be a great, uh, great year. I can tell you that Friday night rivals. Pete, thank you for your time. I know you've got a birthday party to get to, so I appreciate you coming on. Looking forward to seeing you on Friday. Sounds good, Mike. See you Friday. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. You bet. Again, guys, uh, my24milwaukee.com. If you uh, you want to look at that schedule or watch any of these games, and uh, I just thank them again for allowing me to be on the sidelines to do this another year. It's just really fun for me to do that. So to everybody over there, thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego, and my co-host for this show will join us. This is the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan, I'm Mike McGiver. Now joining us is my co-host, 
And I'm so happy that he's going to uh, continue to be my co-host this year. Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Ryan, how you been? I've been really well, Mike. How you been? Good. You guys uh, getting ready, right? Uh, when school starts here in a couple weeks? Yes, sir. We got, uh, what, six of the eight or nine sports of the fall already started. We got two more starting next week, and we're off and rolling, baby. Man, so no more sleeping in for Mr. McMillan. I don't know if I ever got sleep in, but yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, how's the, first and foremost, how's the family? The girls are good? Girls are great. We just uh, wrapped up the softball tour with the two of them, softball, baseball, and now it's starting to transition into a little fall volleyball and hockey, and they're moving and grooving, and they're looking forward to a fishing trip with Grandpa tomorrow, and so away they go. Man, that's awesome. It's so good that you keep them active, and, and I know uh, – I know that there are times as parents were like, man, they got practice here and another game there and a practice over there. I, I, I can promise you that one day you're going to miss it. Yeah, no, I uh, I totally got that headspace. And some of the uh, parents earlier this summer were, uh, you know, complaining a little bit. And I just said, listen, you got eight years, four years with some of your kids and it's done. Enjoy it. We got to run through this as much as we can. And before you know it, I'll be gone. It is, and and I can tell you that I love watching my grandkids play, but it's different. You know, it's it's it is it's a little bit different because you're not in the house with them talking strategy or getting some shots up or you know doing what whatever and getting them ready. Now I just kind of show up and and you know hope the boys are ready to play and and they normally are and that's great. But it is a little different when it's your own. Um, hey, I just we just had uh, Pete Bonfrey from my twenty four on. And I got to tell you, the schedule that we have this year for that Friday Night Rivals, I mean, we opened up with Catholic Memorial at Franklin, then Arrowhead at Homestead, Germantown at Marquette, and then Week 5, Muskego at McGuanico. Man, there are some games on this schedule that I cannot wait for kickoff. Yeah, your first game in particular, Mike, uh, you should be looking forward to that. We got an up-close-and-personal look at uh, Catholic Memorial uh, yesterday with our crew and uh, very good competitive football, and Franklin and is no slouch, and CMH and those two guys are going to get going. So you're kicking it off the right way, and uh, by the time you get to Muskego and McGuanago, we'll get uh, all sorts of things set up for you, and should be a lot of fun. Hey, you know the game before that, week four, on the 9th of September, is Kettle Moraine at Oconomowoc. Ooh, now, that's a good rivalry game. Yeah. That's a really good rivalry game. And, you know, sometime through this year, and we talked about it a couple of days ago, we're going to go, we're going to look back. We're going to look back at uh, at that game where it was, I think, 84-82, something like that with Wisconsin Lutheran when you were coaching at Oconomowoc. I think I want to have the, the uh, defensive coordinator on that show, by the way. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun when we get back to that stuff. And that's always uh, fond memories of uh, the community and the kids and the people, right? And um, it should be fun. I got, uh, I'm got. i looking forward to that one. Yeah, that sounds like an arena football score to me. And uh, we're going to have – I'm telling you, Mike Bush is going to – I'm getting him on. He And I haven't called him yet. But uh, I'm going to have him on because he covered – we were doing that Friday night scoreboard show. And, and I just told Mitch, I think he just got home from that one. 
<laughs> that cave just was having nightmares of going yeah. back there. Like I'm not doing that again. I, I I was going to bed. He called me. He said there's still like eight minutes to go in the third quarter. I go, good luck, pal. I'm going to bed. Yeah, that that will be really fun. Hey, as uh, the athletic director at Muskego, with all of these sports getting kicked off and and everything going on, man, it it it's really fun time of year for 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 people. Got to be a little bit stressful for you to make sure that everything's ready to go. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, there is no downtime. It's uh, go time. The the fall is is a lot of fun though because it's when you have the most sports operating at the same time from an athletic department standpoint and you're kicking off the start of the school year so there's a lot of excitement there's a lot of energy you know everyone's spirits are super high and you know specifically in the football world as i know you take a closer look at you know everybody feels like they're state champs right now and they, everybody has a chance and that that positive vibes and the the hard working kids and smiles on their faces is is great you know and it um it's a lot of fun. The administration, the teachers are coming back in and, and getting some things moving forward and setting new goals and analyzing data from the prior years. And there's a lot of learning, a lot of growing going on, but it's an exciting time. You know, um, we've got to, we got to congratulate Coach Krause because he's going into the WFCA Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, it's what a great class he's going in. In fact, our next guest, Lewis Brown, um, is is going in as well. Actually, at eleven fifteen, we'll have Lewis on. Matt Harris is going to join us at eleven o'clock. Um, but congratulations to to Coach Krause and Lewis Brown and that entire uh, group that's going in. And and uh, I, I look, he's certainly a well deserved uh, guy going into the Hall of Fame, and and he'll continue to coach for a long time. But you know, I think it's important for us to take a breath and look at you know everything he's done for high school football. Oh, 100%. And uh, Coach Brown and Coach Krause have been in it for a lot, a lot of years, and they've affected a lot of families and a lot of kids, and they, they've made positive impacts on those communities. And how ironic is it, Mike, that you got the Franklin coach and the Muskego coach going in together? I mean, maybe uh, maybe they'll get seated at the table together and see how that goes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I would. Uh, I would. Buy, well, I'll be up there. I'm sure anyway. But I'd buy a ticket if we could even just get their groups like right next to each other. You know, and and every once in a while, people might have a cocktail. Maybe there'll be a little smack talk going on. I would love that. By the way, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, um, this year, and, and it's interesting because. You know, we went through what we went through with COVID and and all the issues and should we play, should we not play? This team's uh, pulling out and this team's going to go up to Baraboo like like uh, Sussex Hamilton did to to just play a game and and stuff like that. It feels like we're almost back to normal. Does it feel like that for you? Hundred percent, it does. I think uh, you know the CDC just released their new guidance of uh, close contacts and exposures and things where. You really you don't have to do it anymore because we're we're at a point with vaccinations and uh, prior infections and you know the immune systems of a lot of people have been affected by this and have adapted and we're going to continue to grow and and um, you know we still have the adaptation from the WIA with the tournament series that if for some reason somebody would get a, a big outbreak of something you know not just COVID anything that we can you know, replace and add to the team that just lost to keep the tournament series going. So that, that uh, verbiage stayed in. 
Um, but other than that, everything's kind of back to normal, if you will. And, and people have learned and how to stay healthy and what, what to do and how to do it. And, and communities continue to grow together. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm really happy with it because we don't have to have those conversations much anymore. Right. I, th- I think we went through it and the template now has been written and, you know, there was a lot of people that disagreed or said, no, we should do it this way or let's try it this way. But at the end of the day now, you know, I think we learned a lot. And I think the WIA was fairly nimble. And I think they did a, a really good job in most parts of, of getting everybody through it and allowing people the chance to, to, get, uh, to get some football in. I, neither one of us was very uh, – we weren't too happy with them allowing, you know, teams to, to do a spring uh, season. Um, I don't think that worked out all that great for those guys. So it's just good that we're back to normal. Yeah, no doubt. It um, you know we we put the best interests of the kids first with all of those decisions, and that's really what's what's important. And you know we talked I don't know two falls ago where uh, I was going with you, and um, you know we talked about the addictive behaviors of adolescents and some of the stuff that they yes. they could get involved in, and why sports is so important in keeping them engaged and moving, and the camaraderie and the peers. Um, so, you know, we're back to all those things again and we kept them going. And so, uh, again, everyone's learned and we're moving forward and it should be a fun fall. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, thank you so much for your willingness to, um, when you can, when you're available, um, either on the phone or here in the studio, being my co-host this year. And, um, how's your dad doing by the way? My dad's great. He's sitting right next to me and he, uh, is nudging me to get on a fishing boat with him. So it, uh, He's 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 off and rolling. Well, you tell he just got him. done officiating last night too, so he wants to get on the water. Hey, I'll, no nobody listens other than my wife. Nobody listens uh, to this show when you're on it more than him. And and I uh, <laughs> love the text messages. Please tell him I said hello. I absolutely will do so. Excellent. He's Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Matt Harris. Head football coach at Arrowhead will join us. This is the Majerus Family Foundation High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 